It's time for another hour of community-based programming. You're listening to 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri, The Key. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, November 18th. Take a deeper dive at lakeexpo.com. You may remember the fire that destroyed a million-dollar lake home earlier this month in Osage Beach? Well, we finally know what happened. According to the fire report, a contractor was burning an old deck in the backyard when wind blowing from the lake caused the fire to spread to the house. There was no injuries reported from the fire, but the home was a total loss. A roachman was charged in an unusual forgery case this week. 55-year-old Eric Sutton was charged after allegedly sending emails to the Camden County Clerk's Office impersonating a medical doctor to avoid his court date. The fraudulent documents asked the court to excuse Sutton for a broken nose and lacerations, head and face broken, and that Sutton was allegedly scheduled for surgery. Sutton is facing three charges of forgery and the Camden County prosecutor requested a no-bond warrant. Missouri has joined nine other states in a lawsuit against the Biden administration over the federal mandate requiring health care workers to get the COVID-19 vaccine. The states argue that the mandate threatens the already strained health care system, which is facing staffing shortages. And they say it's an overreach into states' affairs and threatens the jobs of health care workers. Lake Regional Health System announced COVID vaccine mandate for their employees earlier this month as a result of this Biden mandate. A federal court has already put a stop to one of the vaccine mandates, so we'll see what happens with the lawsuit from these 10 states. For more stories like these, head to lakeexpo.com, download our free app from the App Store and Google Play to get more Lake of the Ozarks news. lakeexpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from LakeExpo.com. LakeExpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Toe. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. College hoops last night. MSU Bears come up with a nice win at Sam Houston. They're 2-1 and one on the season. 1-1 one and one Mizzou, hoping to bounce back from an ugly loss a couple of nights ago to Kansas City. They're home to Northern Illinois tonight. College football, the uh, college football poll is out. Georgia still at number one. Alabama still at number two. Mizzou, well, they're home to 5-5 five and five Florida this Saturday afternoon. MSU Bears finish off their regular season there, 7 and three they play at O and nine dixie state one of college football's big coaching gem jobs will be open at the end of this season that's lsu and rumors swirling as to what big name coach will get that gig texas a&m's jimbo fisher has already laughed at the prospect oklahoma's lincoln riley though seems a little more open to the idea riley 54 and nine at oklahoma
Oklahoma since taking over there. St. Louis Blues have been struggling lately. They have lost their last four games. Blues home to the Sharks tonight. The Chiefs on a bit of a winning streak. They come off their best game of the year. Six and four on the season to play the Cowboys this weekend. That ought to be a pretty good game. Uh, Chiefs lead the AFC West, followed by the Chargers and the Raiders, and then Denver. NFL Power Rankings have the Chiefs sitting at number eight this week. So what are the worst teams in the league? Well, uh, according to the Power Ranking, Detroit is the worst, and they're just in front of Houston, Jacksonville, and the Jets. Hey, Lake TV has a lot of local shows for you, five local shows, including What's Burning with KB and also a cup of coffee with Will and Chris from Slumberland Furniture. They talk about what's going on at the lake, lake stories, lake sports, lake insights. You can see that every day on Lake TV at 8, 1, and 8. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Government, history, religion, entertainment, and much more on 89.3 The Key. All right, well, here we go. It's 8.06 on a uh, pretty chilly Thursday morning. This is the 18th day of November 2021. And as always, thanks for taking the time to join us here on The Daily Show. KB, Bill Munhausen, and a cast of thousands. Undoubtedly, yeah. Where are they? <laughs> they're around. <laughs> they're out there. They're huh? out there. Okay. They're, they're all trying to huddle I, up and find I, a place to stay warm. I should probably check the parking lot, huh? Uh, yeah, you could look out there. Okay. But uh, we're glad to be here with you this morning. 35 degrees is where we are. It's not going to, uh, well, it's not looking like it's going to warm up past about 50 degrees. So quite a, a difference in what we've been enjoying the last few days. And that's to be expected around this time of year. As far as the weather forecast uh, today, we'll hit a high of about 50, 51 Drop down to 28 for the overnight low. Plenty of sunshine today, a clear sky tonight, and then for tomorrow, sunny and 53, a low 38. We'll get up to about 60 for Saturday with a low of 42. Plenty of clouds. However, no mention of any uh, precipitation. Partly cloudy and 55 on Sunday. Then we uh, look ahead Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and a bit of a roller coaster ride, if you will. 46 for the high on Monday and a partly cloudy sky. Sunny and 58 Tuesday, 60 cloudy uh, on Wednesday, and then uh, Thursday, maybe some showers in the afternoon. Right now looking at about maybe a slight chance, we'll call it 30%. 
and a high of around 47 degrees. 808 is our time. Hope you had a, uh, a good, uh, good Wednesday. Looking forward to a, a good Thursday. Mindy Sales will be here eventually. She uh, just texted me to let me know she is on her way. I think sometimes, I don't know if she gets stuck behind the school bus or what. Yeah, that can happen. I used to live out uh, on North 5, and once you get behind a school bus, there's really nowhere to go at times. I've known Mindy for mm-hmm. a lot of years, and uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, hmm. Be careful. Being on time. Okay. Well, she, <laughs> she is a regular guest, so you can't uh, knock it too much. Oh, I, I, I can because <laughs> her, late, her late dad. You hope she's listening. Her huh? father, her father who since passed, would agree with me wholeheartedly. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I think when he looks down and he says, oh, you're supposed to be on the air with uh, Bill and KB uh, right about now. But that's okay. We, uh, we love Mindy and we uh, like doing Thoughtful Thursday. So we'll talk to Mindy today and then you and I get to uh, do the second hour. We'll let you know on the program tomorrow in hour number one. Bob Lish will join us at about 8.40 for MoDot. Dave Maupin with uh, Among the Dogwoods, the uh, the gentleman who does a great job of chronicling your Camden County Commission meetings. So that's uh, how we'll round out the week. Working on a couple of guests for Monday. Uh, Tuesday we'll have, uh, looks like we'll have uh, Renita Jones on. And Renita, uh, she is uh, our local preparedness uh, guru, expert, if you will. And she's going to come in and talk to us uh, in the 9 o'clock hour about that. We'll have Ike in on Wednesday. And then Thursday and Friday, you and I are going to get to enjoy a little time with our family and friends. So we'll uh, put together a couple of best of shows and uh, let you enjoy those on uh, Thanksgiving Day. And then the day after when everybody is pushing and shoving to get that to one computer that is in the store at a greatly reduced price. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's even there, you know where I, I know where that computer is. It's still out <laughs> on a cargo ship somewhere on, off yeah. the west coast. Yeah, either that or they're just circulating it between stores. I don't know. We're not sure which. <laughs> circulating it between they. Well, somebody said you got a computer, so they show it to that group, put it back in the box. <laughs> somebody jumps in the vehicle and drives it to the other store. Somebody said you had a computer, and they show it. Yep, we had it. It sold. And they just drive from store to store, showing showing this one computer just to keep the crowd from, from getting ugly. Um, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, don't forget Small Business Saturday on November the 27th. Small Business Saturday is a day to uh, make sure and acknowledge and recognize the backbone of the Lake of the Ozarks, our small business community. If it wasn't for the small business community, a lot of the stores that uh, we see, some of the bigger stores, the Targets, the Walmarts, uh, some of those stores, I don't think they would exist here. I mean, you've got Lowe's, you've got... Home Depot, you've got uh, uh, a lot of uh, the big chain stores, but you've also got stores like uh, High Brothers Lumber, which is locally owned. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. You've got uh, the folks with the RJ, uh, RJ Lumber. Uh, there's a lot of stores around here that... Uh, hey, don't forget Jack's. I'm a Jack's, Jack's is a favorite of mine. I get to Jack's a lot. Jack's is one of those places where you can still go in and uh, you basically know everybody that works there. And surprisingly, the prices are good. They're yeah. real competitive. Yeah, and that's got to be tough in this day and age for a store like that mm-hmm. with everything. You know, I've seen so often when a Walmart comes to town, uh, a lot of people go under. Right. But uh, yep. Jax has been fighting the good fight, and I, I, I w- would imagine that's based on a lot of community support. People really understand what they're all about, and uh, we certainly appreciate all of the locally owned uh, businesses. That's why I say Small Business Saturday is a, a great day to get out, and if you haven't been to one of your local businesses in a while, stop in and say hello. A lot of them, like I said, they provide uh, They'll provide maybe some food, uh, some beverages. Uh, they've got that nice holiday atmosphere. Talk to the owner, find out what's going on there, and then 
uh, take the opportunity to uh, enjoy the great discounts and things that they have available to you. So local, 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 as much as you possibly can. We all, I, I think in this day and age, most of us anyway, have ordered something online. Yes. Some things you have to order online. I just did some orders online yesterday. I miss, I miss, uh, I miss the days of Radio Shack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although somebody said they're bringing one back. We have, we have, um, yeah, we have a little electronic store here in Camdenton that used to be a Radio Shack and is now independent. Right. Well, you have the one over there that was in the, uh, uh, what they call the Rockaway Center on Osage Beach. And then yeah, you had right, one close here in to Camden Walmart. Right, right yeah. yeah. I miss the days of Radio Shack. A- yep. As a kid, I enjoyed going to Radio Shack and buying all the little crystal radio sets and all the yeah, cool Yeah, it was very much a hobby, build-yourself kind of thing. People learned about stuff, yeah. how it worked. You, you weren't just handed a device, uh, and, and you had to learn all the, the, the passwords and the usernames. This way, you actually got to apply... Uh, you know, whatever it is you were trying to learn. If you were learning about electricity, if you were learning about radio, if you were learning about uh, uh, something else science-based, Radio Shack was always a fun place to go. Yep. 813. Mm-hmm. And there, what are, you know, and, and that brings me to another interesting point. Maybe somebody out there, uh, some of the other stores or things maybe that used to be here at the lake or maybe as a kid growing up, because we've got a lot of what they call transplants here at the Lake of the Ozark. I'm a transplant. I think you are as well. Yeah. We aren't originally from the lake area, but we found our way here for one reason or another. And so if you uh, are somebody who misses something uh, maybe from uh, where you're originally from, give us a call this morning at 573-633-5395. We'd like to uh, to hear from you this morning. And the phone lines are up and running. I know that because we just got all of that taken care of. 814 is our time. So did you feel the big earthquake, the 4.0 magnitude earthquake, Bill Munhausen? If, if it wasn't for the news, I wouldn't know what happened. Yeah, I'm pretty much right there with you on that. <coughs> 4.0 magnitude uh, earthquake felt in northeast Arkansas. And uh, I guess they said uh, a light earthquake struck that struck southeast Missouri on Wednesday night was felt by people in several northeastern in several northeast Arkansas cities, mm-hmm. incl- including the greater Jonesboro area, according to the U.S. Geological Survey. The epicenter was near Williamsville, Missouri, about 12.4 miles north-northwest of Poplar Bluff. It hit about 8.53 last night, apparently, and people in uh, northeast Arkansas reported feeling the quake, as did people in Illinois, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Well, they're all kind of grouped around that general area. Yeah. When I lived in California, 4.0 was a fairly substantial quake. You'd, you'd feel that for a few hundred miles. But, but there must be different geology here that shields us from Arkansas. Well, the new Madrid Fault, which they've said for years is, is going to be the big one. Mm-hmm. Or, or we're waiting for the big one. Yes. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens there. It's, it's I, I yeah, it's not good when it starts moving around. That that can can be foreboding of something. I think they said that uh, the New Madrid Fault is much greater in, in terms of the the types of earthquakes that we could possibly experience than what they're dealing with out there on the West Coast. But you know, I I would say most people, especially people out there in California, probably laugh at a 4.0. <laughs> <laughs> 4.0. Yes. Yeah, it is more normal out there, and it, it's just kind of tickling kind of fun. When we first moved to L.A., we thought it was kind of fun to go through an earthquake because it just kind of shook things up a little. 
Um, but, I guess that depends on what earthquake you're talking about. Yes, but then there was one that was like, um, I, I forget what the magnitude was of the one in uh, L.A. Went that kind of drove us out of the state, but we decided that was not cool any longer. It wasn't just entertaining. I would say that, you know, we have tremors and earthquakes down around the New Madrid Fault almost every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get one that's a 4.0, and that's uh, rather concerning to people. Mm-hmm. But overall, you know, if you uh, go to the U.S. Geological Survey and watch that with any, uh, you know, uh, if you do it on a regular basis, any regularity, then you will see that almost every day there is a tremor or uh, uh, a magnitude 1, sometimes 2, mm-hmm. sometimes up to 3 uh, earthquake. And it happens all the time, and I guess people down there are kind of used to it as well. Hmm. Okay. Never hear much about it. I wonder why they reported this one. I guess well, it, I guess it's bigger than normal. Well, you you know you feel it in four states, so it was a slow news day too. I think. I guess so. Probably, yeah. Uh, NBCNews.com uh, reporting that uh, apparently Missouri students punished after starting a petition to bring back slavery. They sue the district. The lawsuit claims school officials violated the students' First Amendment due process, and equal protection rights. You know, I saw that news article. It was rather confusing to me. Uh, Riverside, Missouri. Four students who were disciplined after a petition seeking to restart slavery was posted on social media are suing their Kansas City School District for civil rights violations. The students from Park Hill South High School said the posting in September began as part of a bantering between a biracial student and a black student, according to a federal lawsuit filed Friday. So was it the biracial student who wanted to bring back slavery? Well, let's find out more. Okay. After other students laughed at the petition, it was posted on social media, drawing national media coverage. The biracial student was expelled, and three other students who commented on the petition were suspended for 180 days. All the students are ninth graders and members of the school's football team. goes on to say the students are... Suing the school district, its principals, the members of the Park Hill School District Board of Education, the district superintendent, and the district's director of student services. Now, I find it hard to believe that the students are the ones behind the lawsuit. I think there's someone behind the students that are essentially behind the lawsuit here. It claims that uh, officials violated the students' First Amendment due process and equal rights protections. Um, They are seeking to be reinstated and to have the incident removed from their school records along with unspecified actual and punitive damages. Now, if any of these people, these kids decide to uh, run for office later on in life, mm-hmm. this will be one of those things that catches up with them. Unless they're a Democrat. Might I be guess. a positive thing, I guess. I don't know. But anyhow, I kind of I don't know why the school weighed in on it. I know they're on the football team, but... I don't know why the school would get involved. It's, it's out there on social media. It's just individual kids a doing it. Petition to bring back slavery? Well, I mean, it's still not. I, I, the parents should have done something about it, if anybody. Not the school district. 14-year-olds sometimes unwisely shoot their mouths off, instantly regretting it but causing no harm, no disruption, said Arthur Benson II, who is representing the students. But here it was adults who unwisely overreacted, causing the disruptions and they are now trying to strip these boys of their entire ninth grades. Hmm. Uh, Nicole Kirby, a spokeswoman for the Park Hill School District, said the district acted appropriately when it took prompt, decisive action to enforce our policies prohibiting discrimination, 
harassment, and uncivil behavior. Kirby <laughs> said the uh, district would share more details when it responds to the lawsuit in court. The lawsuit uh, said the district's efforts to improve equity and equal treatment as its black and Hispanic population grew in recent years made it difficult for ninth graders to navigate their conduct between the pulls of a peer culture that valued racialized bantering and the adult expectations of a school code that prohibited most forms of racial or ethnic descriptions and banter as punishable offenses. I think that's one of the most important uh, statements in the whole article. Well, yeah. Kids will be kids. They'll yeah. do stupid stuff. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I know my... I have a grandson who lives out in Denver, and every once in a while he'll post something just to, just to stir things up. <laughs> That's the way kids are. Good for him. Yeah. One of the students who is black and Brazilian was joking with a black student and typed a petition on the website change.org that, started, that said start slavery again according to the lawsuit. Other students encouraged the student to post it on social media. I dare you. I dare you. Uh-huh, I yeah. dare you. You won't do it. <laughs> yeah. When the uh, other students encouraged the student to post it on social media, when the team returned after the game, 11 people had liked the petition and others had shared it. Two of the other three students who commented on the petition were white, and the other is white and Asian, according to the lawsuit. The lawsuit claims the petition caused no disruption at the school and was not intended to be taken literally. Yeah, a Facebook like does not mean you support the reinstitution of slavery. Yeah. It just means you like the chutzpah of the person who did it because <laughs> they accepted the dare and posted it. Pretty much. Yeah. It's truth or dare on, uh, on the uh, social media level these days. I dare you to post a picture of the, those two kissing. <laughs> or I, 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 you know, I, I dare you to do this or I dare you to do that. Uh-huh. That's one thing I always yeah, see. I got in a lot of trouble for that when I was in school as well. Yeah, you did that before social media, right? Yeah. It just didn't become a nationwide, nationwide thing. Sure, it sure. Was just you and the guys. It would, it would more or less be, you know, if you did something and then the rumor mill that swept through the school. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what he did? Mm-hmm. Did you see what he did? And, and nobody could prove it. And, and, <laughs> and it was a little tiny incident, but by uh-huh. the time it got to like, you know, the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, 100th, 200th, 300th student. It became legend. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Did you hear that he took on the principal and, you know, they got in a big <laughs> fight and <laughs> he beat the principal up and all this? Oh, yeah. Cut okay. it out. Cut it out. So, yeah, I guess, uh, but I think in a way, in a roundabout way, this teaches people personal responsibility that the things you do, you can't, you know, you should, you're responsible for your actions. There's consequences that come with your actions. Yeah, I guess it's going to teach the adults that, too. Well, I think the adults are all in there. <laughs> They're getting sued. <laughs> and see, that's the problem. I mean, you know, what would you, what would be the smart way to handle this situation? Would it be to, to, to get all of these people all churned up? Or would it be better to pull all these kids aside, sit down, explain to them what they did and the repercussions of their actions, you know, maybe punish them a little bit so they understand and get it. But to to get all of these people involved and, you know, now, now you're talking, what, hundreds of thousands of dollars and people being pulled away from their jobs and mm-hmm. all, all nope. over some, you know, stupid stuff that kids do. Right. Exactly. So you would think the, the adults would be more wise, right? You would hope. <laughs> yep. now, but see, the, the whole fact of the matter is, is... But this is Kansas, I guess, where this happened, right? Uh, Missouri, Riverside, Missouri. Oh, 
on the Missouri side. It's it, it's a Kansas City school district, but ah, it's the story uh, yeah, originated Missouri, here in, in Riverside, City. Missouri. Okay. But, you know, again, okay, so the, the world that we live in, you have to take everything, you have to scrutinize it, you have to overanalyze it, you have to look for something in here that's bad. Well, we know it's bad. Kids making poor judgment uh, decisions. You know, the, the, it was poor judgment on the, on, the, on the part of the kids involved. So, you know, I think kids are exposed to enough these days where they kind of get it, but not all the way. Well, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think the kids themselves understand this was kind of more of a spoof and a, and a ribbing than it was a serious idea. I was, uh, I was involved in a mooning incident when I was in uh, <laughs> high school. Mooning, huh? Mooning. Okay. We, uh, we had gone, and, and I guess we, we, we were, uh, this I is when I, I was in the marching band. I, I didn't know you were into astronomy. Yes. Okay. But we, uh, we had gone, and we had played it at, uh, you know, the halftime show or we, we, whatever, it was a football game, and we were coming back. And we got back, and so my buddy and I, we were next to each other, and, uh, and we decided, you know, I, we, we dared each other to moon the bus behind us. Mm-hmm. And so we went one, two, three. I did. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> and so we got called in, you know, got called into the band director's office and, and they, they set me up. My my friend at the time was a little larger than I was. Did they somehow recognize you or Well <laughs> let's say that there were people on the bus behind us that knew ah, okay. who was who was doing what. Well, they did a great job of setting me up for this because they called me, the band director called me into his office and he said, now I have, uh, have it on good authority that so-and-so mooned the bus, you know, behind you and you were on the bus. Did you see anything? And I'm like, I'm not going to lie to the guy because my buddy was bigger than I was. So I had a skinny behind uh-huh. and he had a, a little bit larger behind. Uh-huh. So if I would have, if I would have said, yeah, he did it. Well, nobody believed that, huh? Yeah. So okay. I just, I just gave, I just gave up, and I said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm caught. I'm not going to lie about it, and I said I did it, and so yeah, then they called my mom and everything, and so I'm sitting in the assistant principal's <laughs> office, and he says, well, Mrs. Burns, blah 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 blah, and then he hands the phone to me, and my mom said, I don't have anything to say to you. She said, you know what you've got coming when you get home, mm-hmm. and I said, all right. Fair enough. So did this get on your school record somehow? I guess maybe. I'm not quite sure. I've never never gone back and looked at my school records. Mm-hmm. I did get eight hours of, of detention, so I spent two Saturdays oh. hanging out in detention. But, okay. I mean, you know, I did something stupid, uh-huh. got busted, yeah, paid no, the price. Yeah, but it w- didn't go nationwide or anything? It no, was nobody, kinda, no yeah. there were no lawsuits. No lawsuits. There was, there was no scrutiny. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, you do something dumb, you pay the consequences, yep. life goes on. Okay. 826. Mindy Sales. Your dad was talking to me this morning. Was he saying mean things about me being late? Um, well, w- he wasn't saying mean things. He was saying endearing things about you being late. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm just teasing you. No, I deserve I deserve every lash that I get. Why is that? No, you don't. I'm sure you've got a good reason. Well, the there's horses, always a reason. Horses? It was a horse thing this morning, wasn't it? See? I knew that. It was a horse thing. It was a horse thing. Well, a horse is a horse, of course, of course, unless a horse the horse I'm really trying to work on this, though. Yeah? You're doing good. I really, yeah. Are you, oh you, you look like you're feeling better. I'm better. Yeah? I'm better, but I start coughing again. Then I was worried about, oh, my gosh, what if I come and I cough the whole time on air, but we'll, we'll just play by ear. We'll get you some water or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. We'll have Bill make you a pot of coffee. And he'll do all the frothy stuff that you like, too. Thank you. What, yeah. is, what, what do you like in your coffee? 
Well, it depends. But I love like a white chocolate mocha with almond milk, no whip. Can you swig that? Maybe. I don't know how, how, whether it's still any good in there, but it is in the refrigerator. There's <laughs> almond milk? There is something like it. Oh, okay. I'm all about that. Might be a little chucky. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I'll just go uh, down um, O'Reilly's. It's got that. There's a little coffee stand in there. and oh. I do love... Um, O'Reilly Auto Parts? Yeah, there's a little, like one of those little, that they pull up their little... Oh, yeah. The Ash- Ashley is there with her truck. Ashley yeah, and Josh. Yeah. 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 The little truck thing. The baristas. Yes. Bar- yeah, I don't even know what it is, but... Barista go. Yeah, that's what it is. And they... Uh, I went couple weeks ago and it was it was awesome but and say, then, say what you like again uh white chocolate mocha uh-huh. with almond milk no whip <laughs> and then sometimes an extra shot of espresso no whip no whip, <laughs> no whip. <coughs> i'm no. sorry I, i'm nursing this cold now and did i give it to you i have no idea oh i think what we'll do is we'll have to switch over and maybe we used to have to hit the the windscreens with a little lysol once in a while oh I'm but telling you, everybody though. We're white not alone. chocolate mocha with almond milk, no whip. Correct. <laughs> yeah, doesn't that sound glorious? It, 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 wasn't it, Bill? Didn't it used to be just like you want cream or sugar? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. true. Uh-huh. But I wouldn't have had coffee then. Oh I don't, man. Yeah, no, I really, yeah, I like all the stuff. White almond mocha. White almond chocolate. Milk. White chocolate mocha with almond milk, no whip. Correct. Yep. I'm gonna just walk up and order that sometime and see what I get. It's so good. Is it? It is so good. How has coffee become so just, you know. I know. I remember years ago, people used to love McDonald's coffee. Yeah. And then they decided they were going to compete with all the fancy coffee, and they turned it into something different. Yeah. And people said, yeah, I don't know if I like that. They do kind of have an extended menu now with their coffee, and McDonald's does. Yes. But they have expanded. Well, and, and then you got, you know, all these other coffee companies now. Uh, what was the one I saw up in Columbia? The Grindhouse? Oh, there, yeah, there's all sorts of coffee and shops. And then you've got Starbucks. And, yeah, uh, um, yeah Starbucks other? started Scooters. it all, really. Yeah, yeah, Starbucks did. Scooters. And then all Scooters. the locals, which I love doing, you know, um, the little local places. I haven't had Starbucks coffee in probably, gosh, it's been two or three years, but the one I had, you talk about straightening out your hair. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was pretty darn good. Mindy Sales is with us, and she'll join us on the other side of the information break. We've got uh, Stacy Johnson here this morning with local news from LakeExpo.com, your trusted news source, and the one and only Mr. Chris Schneider from uh, Lake TV giving us a check of sports this morning on 89.3 The Key, heard online at keyradio.live. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, November 18th. Take a deeper dive at lakeexpo.com. You may remember the fire that destroyed a million-dollar lake home earlier this month in Osage Beach. Well, we finally know what happened. According to the fire report, a contractor was burning an old deck in the backyard when wind blowing from the lake caused the fire to spread to the house. There was no injuries reported from the fire, but the home was a total loss. A roach man was charged in an unusual forgery case this week. 
55-year-old Eric Sutton was charged after allegedly sending emails to the Camden County Clerk's Office impersonating a medical doctor to avoid his court date. The fraudulent documents asked the court to excuse Sutton for a broken nose and lacerations, head and face broken, and that Sutton was allegedly scheduled for surgery. Sutton is facing three charges of forgery and the Camden County prosecutor requested a no-bond warrant. Missouri has joined nine other states in a lawsuit against the Biden administration over the federal mandate requiring health care workers to get the COVID-19 vaccine. The states argue that the mandate threatens the already strained health care system, which is facing staffing shortages. And they say it's an overreach into states' affairs and threatens the jobs of health care workers. Lake Regional Health System announced COVID vaccine mandate for their employees earlier this month as a result of this Biden mandate. A federal court has already put a stop to one of the vaccine mandates, so we'll see what happens with the lawsuit from these 10 states. For more stories like these, head to lakeexpo.com, download our free app from the App Store and Google Play to get more Lake of the Ozarks news. Lakeexpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. Join 89.3 The Key for the BS Nation, featuring Matt Burns and Ike Skelton. Bring in people who are influential in the community and focus mostly on state or local, and that's really what that's what we wanted to do. Ike and Matt will address local and state issues and how they affect the lake area. It's up to the listener to take it in how they want to take it in. It's the BS Nation, Mondays and Saturdays at 10 a.m., 6 p.m., and 2 a.m. on 89.3 The Key. Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. College hoops last night. MSU Bears come up with a nice win at Sam Houston. They're 2-1 and one on the season. 1-1 one and one Mizzou, hoping to bounce back from an ugly loss a couple of nights ago to Kansas City. They're home to Northern Illinois tonight. College football, the uh, college football poll is out. Georgia still at number one. Alabama still at number two. Mizzou, well, they're home to 5-5 five and five Florida this Saturday afternoon. MSU Bears finish off their regular season there, 7-3. and three. They play at 0-9 Dixie State. One of college football's big coaching gem jobs will be open at the end of this season. That's LSU and rumors swirling as to what big-name coach will get that gig. Texas A&M's Jimbo Fisher has already laughed at the prospect. Oklahoma's Lincoln Riley, though, seems a little more open to the idea. Riley, 54-9 and at Oklahoma since taking over there. St. Louis Blues have been struggling lately. They have lost their last four games. Blues home to the Sharks tonight. The Chiefs on a bit of a winning streak. They come off their best game of the year. 6-4 and four on the season to play the Cowboys this weekend. That ought to be a pretty good game. Uh, Chiefs lead the AFC West, followed by the Chargers and the Raiders, and then Denver. NFL Power Rankings have the Chiefs sitting at number eight this week. So what are the worst teams in the league? Well, uh, according to the Power Ranking, Detroit is the worst, and they're just in front of Houston, Jacksonville, and the Jets. 
Hey, Lake TV has a lot of local shows for you, five local shows, including What's Burning with KB and also a cup of coffee with Will and Chris from Slumberland Furniture. They talk about what's going on at the lake, lake stories, lake sports, lake insights. You can see that every day on Lake TV at 8, 1, and 8. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part through a generous donation from Victoria Station. Misty Atkinson talks about Victoria Station. We carry nautical pictures. People come to the lake and they want to decorate in lake styles, and so we offer ocean and lake type things. We also specialize in lots of holiday themed things from fall and Thanksgiving into Christmas. We have things that you can decorate your home as well as those special things to give as gifts. We are located just off the Case Road exit in Osage Beach, and we're open seven days a week, 9.30 to 5.30. She's a former Camdenton resident, Hollywood actress, and pop culture expert. Tina Griffin helps parents safely navigate the current pop culture chaos. Know how to create a healthy media diet for your family and live as a counterculture warrior. Listen to the Counterculture Mom Show Fridays and Sundays at 5 a.m., 1 p.m. and 9 p.m. on Key Radio, 89.3 FM. The Lake of the Ozarks Community Radio Station. You're listening to 89.3, The Key. Welcome back, 836. It is The Daily Show here on Key Radio, broadcasting live from the Key Gathering Place on South Business 5 in Camdenton. You're always welcome to stop by and see us if you'd like to uh, pop in and Say hello. Let us know what you're up to. You know, maybe uh, bring Bill and I some breakfast. Minnie, Minnie's hungry. She's working on her white chocolate mocha with almond milk, no whip. Nice, <laughs> nice job. She was she was so so uh, adamant about that. She made Bill jump up and run in and get his coffee pot. He was. <laughs> he did move rather quickly. I he's on. It. it is on standby if if necessary. But uh, you might want to send a shout out to Josh. Yeah. And, and we have Ashley. a big container of coffee, mate. You know, and kind of simulates it. No. No whip. <laughs> what is like a what's no whip? What does whip, that mean? Whip topping. Oh, no whip topping. I see. Mm. That's a that's a that's a whole another day of yes conversation. Maybe we could get the folks in here and they could explain the terminology to us. Oh yeah, you can Ashley have, and Josh. And yeah, have them come in. That's all right. I, I do go there. And yeah. Yeah, I'd like to support good the locals. Folks, so. Good folks. Thoughtful Thursday with Mindy Sales here on uh, Key Radio. Yes. So sir. who are we? Uh, who are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to talk about Melissa Hollingsworth. Yes. We've talked about her before over on a uh, um, different network. Right. And, different uh, network. <laughs> and uh, we NBC, Fox, CBS. Right. One of those. <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, I just. I want to talk about her again because uh, I think what she's doing is amazing. So uh, let me tell you a little bit about it. So uh, Melissa does a thing called um, Santa's for Seniors, and it started several years ago. Um, I think it was 2017 is when it started. Wow, 18, 19, 20. Yeah, that's been going on. Anyway, so Santa's uh, Santa for Seniors, she does a ton of work. And what, what, what she does is she matches up a family person, anyone who wants to volunteer to be a part of it, with a senior at a local um, nursing home, um, assisted living, any of those things. Right. 
And so she matches these people up and then uh, you get a wish list of what these people, you know, what the per- your person is um, in uh, the, uh, the their facility. And then you go and get gifts for them and then you deliver it to them. And a lot of the seniors genuinely, you know, they don't have family around here or, you know, there's just there's a lot of them that are lonely. And so it's amazing. And uh, my family has done it uh, several times. And, you know, it's 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 not like you're going out and getting um, them like something, you know, he, you know, they don't want a new car. It's literally fuzzy socks, um, you know, um, what other little things, little things like that. Um, crossword puzzle books, uh, pens and pencils, some like coloring books. I mean, just simple little things like that. Um, slippers. Uh, um, last year we had a gentleman and he wanted socks. I mean, they're very simple little things that you can do. And, uh, we have done, and sometimes, sometimes you are able to go in and meet your person and kind of connect with them, which we have had, we've done before. And then sometimes you drop it off depending on the, um, facility, what their, um, their rules are, for example, because of now we're still kind of in the COVID thing. And so some are letting you in and some are not. So it just kind of depends. But we've done it both ways. We've dropped off. We've gone in. Um, obviously, going in and meeting your senior is, is like, amazing. It is so much fun to watch them and how grateful they are. And uh, just learning a little bit. I love, I know I love talking, but I love listening too. So I love being able to hear their <laughs> stories uh, about different you know, there's their life and things and, uh, it's, it's really, it's pretty awesome. And so, um, I, anybody can do this. And like I said, and and if if you're not comfortable going in and meeting your senior, that is so okay. You don't, don't feel like you have to, I will talk to anybody anytime, but you know, um, I'm kind of, you know, out there, I guess. (laughs) And so, uh, you said it, it's true. Uh, so I, you know, maybe it's not, maybe it's not your thing to go in and speak to with them and meet with them and stuff. And maybe that's just not in your comfort zone. And that's okay too. You are welcome to drop the, your, you know, your little gift bag off, uh, and, um, you know, and still make a difference because it really does make a difference. And it is, uh, it is, it's just, it's an amazing thing to be able to watch them. And, and like I said, their ability to, I mean, their wish list is so small and it just, you know, you think, and don't think you have to, you know, it's not about spending a lot of money. It's truly not about that. It's just about the kind gift uh, that you can help out. And uh, like I said, there are quite a few people that just don't have anybody, whether they didn't have children or whether or not family's far away. There's all sorts of different reasons. And so um, if this is something you want to, you know, participate in, um, you can reach out to Melissa Hollingsworth on Facebook. She does take, she checks her inbox all the time. Even if you're not friends with her, you can connect with her and, uh, you know, be able to still, um, you know, she watches and she will pair you up and, and mind you, the time that it takes for her to do this is crazy. I mean, it is so much time because not only does she, uh, you know, match people up, if she also takes donations. So if, you know, she, if you decide you just want to give a donation, she will go and get the stuff for the senior, make it and then deliver it too. So, I mean, and she has four kids. So she has four kids. Littles. Yeah. So she's used to scrambling, I guess. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, we're on a whole nother, nother level when you have a bunch of kids and you're, you know, used to chaos and stuff. But what, what she's doing is so, important and i think what i what started it was she was visiting her dad and she at christmas time and she saw that so many people didn't have family there right 
they were by themselves and it broke her heart. And so the thing I loved about it is that she just went and did, you know, she went and did and uh, is making a huge difference. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's several hundred every year. And uh, that's a lot of people to touch just because, you know, one awesome person decided to, to start, you know, making a difference. So, um, I just, I, I love this program. I highly recommend you doing it, especially if you've got kids or grandkids, because I think that teaching them about giving and teaching them about, you know, thinking of others is super important. And I don't think we do that a lot anymore. So, um, I love this for that reason. And I will say on a somewhat, you know, different note, Melissa, this is, this is another thing that I think that's a really good, important lesson that sometimes I need help with, but, um, Melissa and I personally sometimes don't agree on some stuff. We have some pretty heated discussions on some different things. No, we're now, we're now we're both strong willed. Uh, and so we have some very, like I said, very heated discussions and don't agree on some, you know, some, some kind of big deals in the community, but you want to know what? The second we talk about this or, or we talk anytime, I mean, we're not, we're not enemies at all. We are friends that have heated discussions, but we are able to have those heated discussions and still be able to, you know, work together and, and go to lunch together and, and be able to say, okay, um, you know, we're going to have these differences, but that's not going to be, it's not going to be an all or nothing thing. And so um, I think that's one thing that's really important now, because I think there's so much all or nothing, whether it be politics or, I mean, even with, uh, the the case with Kyle written now written 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 house you know, written house yeah the that it seems all or nothing and so with all the things that are going on or the school or the commission or this or that or you know it seems all or nothing you either are this way or that way and that's it I think that it's a really good lesson that I'm not always good at that's why it's good for me to to uh, talk about it too is you know it's okay that we disagree on stuff but coming together for the better good of some um you know our community i think is probably one of the coolest things and so i ask you know that everyone just kind of um put your guards down let's enjoy this next uh six weeks we have five weeks of christmas the christmas season and um you know really help and and reach out to melissa and see if you're able to make a difference and help some people out because like i said um it's it's also it's pretty humbling when they just want socks and uh, slippers, you know. And that's easy stuff. That's easy stuff. And and it's so simple, but it means so much to them. So um, I, I just, I love this program. I'm so proud of her uh, for taking the time that it takes for this. And if you, th- for those of you that don't know Melissa, Melissa was a teacher at Camden 10 for, many, for quite a few years and then was able to um, stay at home with her kiddos. And so she's now a stay-at-home mom, although her husband has his own business. And then obviously she's... Um, you know, takes a lot of time and dedication um, with the the Santas for seniors. So Santas for seniors. Yes. You know, we always do a, a great job of making sure that the kids have what they need around the holidays. So true. And families, you know, and don't forget about those seniors and individuals in the nursing homes that uh, uh, could definitely use, uh, you know, slippers, socks, something uh, to just entertain themselves, or maybe a little entertainment. Uh, Maybe a little entertainment from uh, from you. Pay them a visit if you can do so. If they don't have any uh, issues or problems with you coming in, are they going to be doing the big caroling thing like they did last year? They are. Any December eighteenth, yeah, I believe is it with Mary Kay Von Brindle. Yeah. Yes, they are. I don't. Everything hasn't been solidified yet. Right. Um, but it is. Let me. I just. I literally just looked at that the other day. My gosh. 
Um, here it is right here. Uh, Saturday, December 18th. So that will be the Circle of the Lake with Christmas cheer. Right. That is the caroling thing. And, oh, my gosh, we went last year. We had so much fun. It was so much fun. Uh, and we, ha I mean, it was, I mean, sometimes you got weepy because sometimes it was, you know, people would be weepy or, you know, but also it was a great group. We had a lot of fun. So I highly recommend if you're able to do that on Saturday, December 18th, um, I, all the information will be given out. Um, I'm sure soon and I'll, I'll be sure and report on it as soon as I know. Uh, but it is amazing. Last year we met at uh, big surf and left from there. And then just, we went to, I mean, we went all over Eldon. We went to uh, Versailles. We went, we just went all over the place and, and it was so much fun. Uh, What's it called again? Uh, Circle the Lake with Christmas Cheer. Yeah, and I and I don't think there's. I, I just happened to see because I'm part of a group, a, a, a community connections group, and they were going to discuss it last week, and I couldn't go because I wasn't feeling well. Uh, so um, it is Mary Create Cave on Brindle has started that, and she's back at it again this year. So that's another awesome thing to be able to do to help to bring some joy to seniors, and you have no idea how awesome it is to to uh for them i mean you have just just to come and sing and uh and last year we had um paisley buig and um sandy gum they yeah. were our main singer they were they were came with microphone they had a microphone and, and her last name was puig by the puig. way puig. I, I, I no 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 I'm, I'm not i i heard somebody say puig that's me I no did, no you didn't say it you said puig i did i said it right yeah it's so hard i heard somebody that, that she was performing at some event someplace oh. and i heard a commercial and they said you know Puig. 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 It's Puig. <laughs> well, if... Get it right. Right? And if you don't know Paisley, she is a doll. I've interviewed her a couple of times, and she's uh, a lot of fun to work with. She is awesome, and she's very talented. So she is at the Main Street Opry along with, obviously, Sandy um, Gum. And so they we have a little... Uh, 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 Mary Kay got a little, I don't know, traveling... A speaker and those two have microphones and so that you really hear them more than everyone else because if you if i'm singing you want to make sure you're covering up the sound and so thank goodness they've got a good speaker so you don't have to have a wonderful voice you really don't uh and so you can go and the ladies will lead and it was just i don't know it, it was amazing it was amazing to watch so uh, definitely recommend you if you're able to do that. And like I said, I don't know all the details yet, and I don't, and I haven't seen anything being released yet uh, about it. Uh -huh. um, the time, and I mean, obviously we have the date, but well, I'm sending her a text message right now to see if I can get her to call in next hour and talk about it. Oh, that'd be a great idea. She's pretty awesome, that Mary Kay. I saw her on. Uh, we 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 we've been working on a on a responsible gun ownership series with Tom. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we were over at Tom's house, and she was there, and we got to talk to her a little bit. I haven't seen her for a while. She looks good, nice, She's, nice and healthy. I love her. I don't think she weighs more than uh, I know about uh, a, a, a buck fifty soaking wet. Yeah, if she's lucky. <laughs> yeah, no, she, she, but she's a gem. She's another one. We're just blessed to have her in our community, no doubt, because she does some amazing stuff around yeah. here too. So, well, it's nice that people who agree to disagree can agree that, you know, helping people out during the holidays is important. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. And I'm glad to help out Melissa. And, uh, you know, it'll take a little bit of time, but I'll, I'll get her all straightened out here soon. Well, <laughs> you know, that's just uh, that's just how we roll. And <laughs> you'll get her straightened out here soon. I wonder <laughs> if she's listening this morning going, yeah. I, no, I, uh, she is. She's like, yeah, Mindy, no. I, I, uh, you. Uh, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll have to work on that. 
But that's nice, though. And, and, and again, Santa for Seniors is a great program. And you can get a hold of her on Facebook. Just look up uh, Melissa Hollingsworth on Facebook, and you should be in good shape there. Very nice. Very good stuff. Well, I just, I love what she does, and I love helping people. And we're local and making a difference right here in our communities. That's That's what it's all about, man. Amen. That's why we have you in here on Thoughtful Thursday. Our good friend, Mindy Sales, who's uh, feeling better. So what was the horse issue this morning? The horse, well, the horse issue was, well... It was partly a Mindy issue. I woke up at <laughs> 6 o'clock. I was like, okay, I'm going to get up, get going, and then I may have fallen back asleep. And then <laughs> and so then I get up, and I go out there, and then, you know, like, usually they're very good about where they're supposed to go for their eating, and then today they decided to take longer to eat, so I have to wait to let them out. And, and they're usually, like, gobble their food, and then they're ready to go. And today it was like, oh, it's just a lovely day. I'm just going to just, you know, chomp my food and chill. It's Thoughtful Thursday. Yes, it's, I'm just going to think today. So anyway, everybody's uh, everybody's out, though, and so I'm sorry about that. It's all right. But we did get to talk about Melissa. Uh, I, I will say I've, I've, come to, uh, I've come to expect it. I know. I'm so sorry. That is such an <laughs> awful thing. My dad is so... Oh, his teeth are gritting right now. I'm telling you. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, he's he, he's all right. He's 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 cool. He's he's good with it. Well, I just uh, I'm glad that you were able to make it here. And you know, we're getting into this time of year when we're starting to hear more and more about these various programs around the area. And I hope folks will take the opportunity to uh, uh, to really you know, if for no other reason, you know, maybe you're a bah humbug kind of Christmas person. You know, do do a little something, something. It'll make you feel better and maybe help you get over that bah humbug a little bit. It it is amazing what giving does. I can be. A, I'm a bit of a bah humbugger sometimes on the holidays. Sometimes you can be a little. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily have to be right around the holidays either. Well, there's that too. Yeah. Yeah, you're awesome. You're you're you no. put up with me, and I'm I'm a difficult one. So, God love you for that. But definitely, you know, I mean, giving is. Uh, you know that's the thing like I always my husband's always like my lord why do we need these many Christmas gifts and I'm like because I love giving I love giving to people I do is it brings me so much joy and uh you know and and I hope that for people that haven't or maybe are struggling during the holidays uh you know are able to give and see see what it does for your insides because it's pretty awesome I think we struggle in a lot of different ways you know we, we, we normally around the holidays focus on people struggling financially and uh, I think there are a lot of other struggles out there that people deal with Amen. that are outside of the realm of, you know, money. Right. Uh, and, and sometimes if you focus on other things, it can, it can help you with those struggles. Well, absolutely. And especially with someone who's lost a loved one or, you know, struggles because somebody isn't there for Christmas, it normally is. Those sort of things, you know, um, don't let that ruin your joy. And maybe that's what you decide to do. Maybe right. you decide, okay, in my dad's name, because he's not here this year. I'm going to go out and give to somebody else. Right. And, you know, what a difference you can make to somebody. So, Well, your dad was quite the giver. My dad was an amazing giver. <laughs> and so much so that, yeah. yeah, he was. He was amazing there. I mean, numerous, numerous times. And he always taught us that that was the right thing to do. Uh, but don't ever add gratuity onto a check. Because <laughs> he didn't like that when you added gratuity onto the check. But um, he, um, yeah, he, he was so generous in so many different ways. I, I mean, I can. Well, some of those restaurants have that policy. I know that. You know, for you know parties of ten or more. Yeah, no, my such dad, and such would gratuity. He would just tell the the um, the who was in charge. He'd ask for the manager and be like, "Just want to let you know, 
he was just that was just his philosophy on life yeah and so uh you know we always just whatever so i would some sometimes i would call ahead and be like listen don't put gratuity on there because you're gonna it's gonna screw your server over but anyway yeah he did so much i remember a couple well that was probably about five or six years ago he went and got my nieces and nephew down in arizona loaded them up in his minivan right and went to um, a store and bought i like 10 dinners turkey everything and he and my nieces and nephew went and took it to i don't remember where they went but somewhere he had contacted that needed it was for families yeah so he just went and picked my 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 sister didn't even know what was going on just called and said hey can i have the kids and right when did that i mean i mean that's just the kind of guy he was over and over again so um yeah and my my favorite story is real quick uh one long time ago well not a long time ago but you remember shane the kidney donor right shane the police shane pierce police officer looking for a kidney he and i both were um in kidney failure at the same time although his was capping very quickly and uh, he, they, they were started to go fund me because when he did get his transplant, his family was going to be with um, out income because obviously he was not working and his wife was going to be taking care of him. And that is a very um, anyway. So uh, they started to go fund me. So they it, they wanted ten thousand dollars, and so it, like it was like at three thousand dollars. And I just sent a note to my family saying, Hey, can everybody put in like a hundred bucks just to help this guy out? And the next morning, his Lacey. Shane's wife called me really early. He's like, who is Rod Borman? <laughs> and I was like, my dad, why? She's like, he paid the whole entire rest of the fund to the GoFundMe and got me, I got us up to $10,000. Wow. So it was like $6,400. And my dad just did that. You know, that's the kind of guy he was. Um, and, and what a, what a legacy and what an honor to be able to, you know, share that with people. Like I said, I hope that somehow, some way people can find, find it in their hearts to do something. And, and if you don't want to do something, that's fine. If you do, that's great too. Whatever works, you know. Whatever your school of thought that you. And it doesn't have to be sixty six thousand dollars. No. My dad was very successful. He worked really hard and had an amazing business, and so he—that's what he believed in was yeah. giving. He believed giving to people, not to the government. Well, that's normally how it works, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't give it to somebody, then the government will find a way to come get it. Yeah, and he would much rather be able to help people out, and you know, by doing what he did. I mean, numerous times. We would go like I, you know, we'd go to have a drink on the water. We our bill would be ten dollars, and he would leave a hundred and ten dollars. <laughs> Just things like that, you know, to some college kid who, you know, hundred dollars tip was pretty awesome. Yeah. So um, that's just the kind of guy he was. Always he was very thoughtful, and it's funny because my mom didn't know most of the stuff, which is interesting. He was very private about his giving. Um, some people are like that. Yeah, he. Some didn't. people don't want any recognition. Most people don't. They're just happy to see. Uh, you know, the result of what they do. Totally. And he was like that. And that's why, you know, I had to call him Mr. Anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, on, on, on this previous station, I, when I spoke with him, I did. That was the very first one. We talked about Mr. Anonymous. Yeah. That was your dad. That was my dad. Yeah. And I still, if you watch like TV, I've got that little, uh, I know, I love that, that little piece of, what, so what was that tree from? It was just a little, it was just a friend that had, um, a little store. And so she just had these those cute little things i was trying to figure out something to do with my dad's signature on it right and i she showed me those and i was like that's so cute just that little piece looks like a log you know like a piece of the tree yeah and uh and so um yeah she did those and i handed nice them out little stand there for it and everything yeah i gave them to his brothers and um and my sister and my my brother and stuff but yeah just to kind of well, appreciate you thinking of us oh my gosh oh totally he i mean like i told us that he liked you more than he liked me <laughs> true story 
had, had he gotten to really know me, that might uh, that might be different. No, he's just been listening to you for forever. I mean, he, he from the very beginning, he had listened to you, and so he always had KRMS on and listened to you, and right. so he just. Um, I don't know. He thought the world of you. So then when I was on the radio with you, he just was like, he was so excited about it. And then, of course, he would, um, you know, yell at me if I was. <laughs> yeah. If you were rolling up a little late. Yes. Well, and I always spent, I always, I always FaceTime him every time I left my house coming to you. Right. And so he would know where I was and be like, yeah, you're not going to, don't you be late for KB. <laughs> Well, we certainly uh, miss him, and we'll always remember him for the great things that he that he's done, and uh, his memory will definitely live on through his uh, his family and friends. No Amen doubt about it. Into that. Thank you, Mindy. My pleasure. Thanks for having me in. Absolutely. Have a, a wonderful day, and uh, look up Melissa Hollingsworth on Facebook, and see if you can't help her out with her program, Santa's uh, for Seniors. Looks like uh, we are at the top of the hour, nine o'clock on the Midwest Coast. Let's get into uh, let's get into some news with uh, Stacy Johnson from LakeExpo.com, and also sports with Chris Schneider from Lake TV here on the Key. It's time for another hour of community-based programming. You're listening to eighty-nine point three KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri, the Key. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, November 18th. Take a deeper dive at lakeexpo.com. You may remember the fire that destroyed a million-dollar lake home earlier this month in Osage Beach. Well, we finally know what happened. According to the fire report, a contractor was burning an old deck in the backyard when wind blowing from the lake caused the fire to spread to the house. There was no injuries reported from the fire, but the home was a total loss. A roachman was charged in an unusual forgery case this week. 55-year-old Eric Sutton was charged after allegedly sending emails to the Camden County Clerk's Office impersonating a medical doctor to avoid his court date. The fraudulent documents asked the court to excuse Sutton for a broken nose and lacerations, head and face broken, and that Sutton was allegedly scheduled for surgery. Sutton is facing three charges of forgery and the Camden County prosecutor requested no bond warrant. Missouri has joined nine other states in a lawsuit against the Biden administration over the federal mandate requiring health care workers to get the COVID-19 vaccine. The states argue that the mandate threatens the already strained health care system, which is facing staffing shortages. And they say it's an overreach into states affairs and threatens the jobs of health care workers. Lake Regional Health System announced COVID vaccine mandate for their employees earlier this month as a result of this Biden mandate. A federal court has already put a stop to one of the vaccine mandates, so we'll see what happens with the lawsuit from these 10 states. For more stories like these, head to lakeexpo.com, download our free app from the App Store and Google Play to get more Lake of the Ozarks news. Lakeexpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from lakeexpo.com. Lakeexpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Toe. 
Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. College hoops last night. MSU Bears come up with a nice win at Sam Houston. They're 2-1 and one on the season. 1-1 one and one Mizzou, hoping to bounce back from an ugly loss a couple of nights ago to Kansas City. They're home to Northern Illinois tonight. College football, the uh, college football poll is out. Georgia still at number one. Alabama still at number two. Mizzou, well, they're home to 5-5 five and five Florida this Saturday afternoon. MSU Bears finish off their regular season there, 7-3. and three. They play at 0-9 Dixie State. One of college football's big coaching gem jobs will be open at the end of this season. That's LSU and rumors swirling as to what big-name coach will get that gig. Texas A&M's Jimbo Fisher has already laughed at the prospect. Oklahoma's Lincoln Riley, though, seems a little more open to the idea. Riley 54-9 and at Oklahoma since taking over there. St. Louis Blues been struggling lately. They have lost their last four games. Blues home to the Sharks tonight. The Chiefs on a bit of a winning streak. They come off their best game of the year. Six and four on the season to play the Cowboys this weekend. That ought to be a pretty good game. Uh, Chiefs lead the AFC West, followed by the Chargers and the Raiders, and then Denver. NFL power rankings have the Chiefs sitting at number eight this week. So what are the worst teams in the league? Well, uh, according to the power ranking, Detroit is the worst, and they're just in front of Houston, Jacksonville, and the Jets. Hey, Lake TV has a lot of local shows for you, five local shows, including What's Burning with KB and also a cup of coffee with Will and Chris from Slumberland Furniture. They talk about what's going on at the lake, lake stories, lake sports, lake insights. You can see that every day on Lake TV at 8, 1, and 8. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Government, history, religion, entertainment, and much more on 89.3 The Key. Hey, it is uh, 9.06. Good morning and thanks for joining us here on another beautiful day at the lake. A little on the chilly side. Let's see if uh, this current temperature that they're reporting is indeed the current temperature. 41, yes, is where we are with a mostly clear sky. 
on our way to a high today of about 51. Uh, looks like uh, mostly clear, and uh, we'll drop down then tonight to an overnight low right around 28. Again, a clear sky. Back up to 53 for the high tomorrow with sunshine, 38 the low. And it uh, looks like uh, clear sky again tomorrow night. Mostly cloudy and 60 on Saturday with a low of 42. Partly cloudy and 55 on Sunday with a low of 30. 46 Monday. Looks like we are uh, going to hit the uh, upper 50s on Tuesday. 58 the high. 60 degrees on Wednesday. We're dropped down uh, Thanksgiving Day. Looks like we might see some showers in the afternoon. 47 for the high if you have any traveling to do. And then for uh, Black Friday, 37 with a uh, chance for some morning snow showers on Friday. Cool. Snow showers. Yeah. We can all just sit in our homes and watch them. Hopefully, most of you will be able to do that. Uh, Looks like, let's see here, uh, for small business Saturday on the 27th, partly cloudy and a high of 47. And then Cyber Monday, partly cloudy and a high of 50, which I guess most people don't care on Cyber Monday because you'll be inside anyway, right? Yep. Ordering your gifts online. Cybering, yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, I just uh, just got a message back from Mary Kay. Uh, let me say, how about, uh, let's see here, 940 works. So we'll look for a phone call from Mary Kay Von Brendel, uh, Ozarks Amphitheater. And uh, they, Mary Kay is just so wonderful when it comes to doing things for the community. Uh, she understands and realizes uh, she, she will be on with us at 940. I just got the confirmation there. That's kind of nice. We can do like, I, I'm. I'm horrible at multitasking, Bill. Uh, I'm horrible uh, at it. You, you did give her the right number, right? Uh, let's see here. That's a good. I'm glad you brought that up. Yes. Okay. Five seven three six three three fifty three ninety five. All right. Yeah. So she'll be checking in with us this morning at around nine forty. KB and is kidding. He he multitasks all the time. It's amazing to watch. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> you just have to. I guess kind of be on your game sometimes. Yep. 573-633-5395 is the number to call if you would like to chime in. We were talking last hour about things that uh, maybe aren't around anymore. If you're a transplant to the lake, something you remember growing up wherever you grew up. If you uh, have lived here at the lake, and uh, I, I almost feel like, uh, well, I've lived here more than half my life. So it's been, well, maybe not quite half my life, but it's been a considerable amount of time. I moved here in the uh, 80s, and I've lived here ever since with uh, the exception of a two-year stint from 2004 to 2006 in Sedalia, Missouri. Sedalia is kind of a fun town. Is it? That was, they always talk about anywhere you go, you know, sometimes you hit culture shock. Uh-huh. So I, when I graduated, got out of high school, went to broadcasting school for a while, went from St. Louis to Columbia to the Lake of the Ozarks, and there was a bit of culture shock coming from a big city like that and to a place... Um, that after Labor Day weekend basically rolled up the sidewalks. Uh-huh, yeah, uh, that, it used to be like that's that. That's how it was years uh-huh. ago. And uh, now it's like uh, we've got things going on year-round. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's hard to find a weekend to plan something because just about every weekend here at the Lake of the Ozarks, we're doing something. We've got some major event going on. Mm-hmm, that's true. Yep. I remember when it was just a sleepy little place. And yeah. We used to refer to the west side as the quiet side. Yes. And it's still a little quieter than the other side, but the whole area is busy. And it's nice to see. It's really, it's definitely nice to see that. 
It's also nice to see that OSHA has uh, suspended the implementation of Biden's COVID vaccine mandate until, it says here, a further court order. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration has put on hold the Biden administration's COVID-19 vaccine mandate for U.S. employers with 100 employees or more after being told by a court last week that it must do so. You have to do it. Um, Of course, it doesn't prevent uh, corporations from implementing it anyway because they think maybe it's going to be reversed the other direction. So in preparation for the possibility of reversing the other direction, they're they're gearing up now. Yeah, you know, um, I guess there's going to be companies that do it regardless, no matter what uh, people say. And and I wonder if they, you know, these companies look at it and they say, well, we really don't want to do it, but we're going to do it so we can kind of curry favor with the uh, with the administration so they yeah. don't pick on us or say, well, because you didn't uh, implement this vaccine mandate, we're not going to give you, you know, this or that or whatever. Yeah, it's one of the things that's it's the unintended or, or maybe possibly intended consequence of too much government is there's this uncertainty concept. I better play ball or else something bad might happen in the future. Uh, let's see here. They talked about this as far as in an update on its uh, website on Wednesday. OSHA noted that uh, last week the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit granted a motion to... Uh, stay OSHA's COVID-19 vaccination and testing emergency temporary standard and ordered that OSHA take no steps to implement or enforce the ETS until further court order. This is from uh, foxbusiness.com. The uh, statement adds, while OSHA remains confident in its authority to protect workers in emergencies, OSHA has suspended activities related to the implementation and enforcement of the ETS pending future developments in the litigation. The mandate requiring employers to force employees to either be fully vaccinated or submit to weekly coronavirus testing became effective on November 5th when it was published in the Federal Register and gave employers a deadline of January 4th to comply before enforcement would begin. Have you heard any of the uh, uh, enforcement policies or anything they're doing if you don't comply? and Anything like, uh, I don't know, what, what, what do they talk about in terms of, of, of enforcement? Well, well, the absolute don't don't comply is you're terminated. But they're also offering uh, people who get an exemption. They call it an exemption, but they have to be tested weekly. Right. And they have to pay for the testing. Oh. So I've heard at the, at the hospital, for example, the employees would have to pay $150 per test. And it has to happen every week. Oh, nice. So it's really a um, a penalty, a loss of income, I suppose. Sounds like extortion to me. Yeah, extortion, coercion, whatever you want to call it, yeah. Well, the sweeping regulation has been hit with waves of court challenges. The administration has staunchy, staunchly defended the policy despite saying as recently as July that vaccine mandates are not in the federal government's purview. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing about that. Okay, so we just recently had a raid on a gun shop in Osage Beach. Skelton Tactical was raided on November the 9th by the ATF. And isn't this a form of a raid to some degree, do you think? Yeah. The government basically coming in and saying, well, regardless of what any documentation might say, like, say, the Constitution or Mm -hmm. something along those lines, 
uh, this is the way we want it, and this is how we're going to do it. And if you don't like it, too bad, too sad. We dare you to take us on. Yeah, what, what I heard about the hospital situation is it's not OSHA mandating it. It's, a, it's Medicaid. So the federal government is threatening to take away their Medicaid funding unless uh. they comply. And at least from one source, they said Medicaid funding is a substantial source of income, and it would cause the hospital to go under if they didn't, didn't have Medicaid funding. And that means the government is what the government is doing is saying we'd rather take away your me- your medical benefits completely from Medicaid people, right? Because we really want you to comply. I mean, it, it's kind of evil if you think about it. They they'd rather people die. Well, we talked I mean, that, about that. That might sound extreme, but that's basically what they're saying: is we're just going to shut you down. Well, you talk about something like this, and you remember back when everybody was saying uh, when Obamacare rolled out that they they were talking about these death panels. <laughs> yeah. And quite frankly, they're a reality. So I, I guess they're going to get you one way or another. Unless people resist, I mean, it, sooner or later, somebody who is being mandated has to get a backbone and say, nope, we're not going to do it. And I think if they did that, they'd find that the federal authorities would probably back down. I wonder, though. Well, the optics would look so bad. They, they, you can't force, force, somebody, force somebody big enough to lose their entire business and put people at risk as a result, especially in the middle of a pandemic. It would be... It would create some, such an uproar, I think, that even the federal government wouldn't be able to sustain it. Well, I don't know, but I haven't seen anybody really buck the system too much other than uh, Mike Liddell. Well, corporations aren't good at bucking yeah, because there's always the threat of lawsuits and loss of income and they're responsibi- responsible shareholders. And so they tend to comply rather than risk anything. Yeah, and so I guess maybe that's the big thing. I mean, who's willing to... Uh, take on all of the things we just talked about there and and really put their company and their employees and their stockholders at at risk. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who's willing to do it? I remember years ago when I was running a science center here, the uh, school district cut ties with us because they were threatened with a lawsuit. And their their basic rationale is, uh, you know, we we don't really want to spend taxpayer money defending a lawsuit, so adios, amigo. Who's uh, behind the lawsuit? I mean, on the other side of it. It was a... Um, a ACLU or something like that? No, it was a one of these organizations that objects to any kind of religious content in relation to government. I, I forget the name of them. Was it that same group that was involved with the painting at the courthouse? Yeah, that kind of a group. Yeah. It may not have been that particular group, and they were from out of town. They weren't local. And even our local school district obviously didn't have any objection to me because I was providing a valuable service to them. Right. But uh, they get a complaint from one person, and that person threatens them with a lawsuit, and they say, well, I've got to balance this. <laughs> i got to balance this. I'm, I'm, I'm a tax-funded thing. Should I pay, pay taxpayer money to defend a lawsuit when I can just let go of the local vendor? How does it go? Uh, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few? Yeah, I've heard that said. Yeah. yeah. 918 is our time. Uh, we've got uh, some time for you if you'd like to chime in this morning. 633-5395, 573-633-KEYK. Give us a call. We'll talk to Mary Kay Von Brendel here in a little over 20 minutes about the event that she's got going on. They did this last year, and it turned out to be such a huge success. They uh, got in a bunch of buses, and uh, folks went to the nursing homes, 
and you couldn't go in, so they had to stand outside. And uh, they sang Christmas carols, and they put up big speakers so other people could hear it through the windows. And uh, it's pretty amazing. And for the, for the folks in the nursing homes, especially people who maybe don't have any family, that's, uh, th- that makes all the difference in the world because it lets them know that they, uh, they aren't forgotten. Yeah, I just hear so many horror stories during the pandemic about people in nursing homes and not even being able to have contact with their own families. One of the worst stories, when this all first started, a gentleman called me up and he said, you know, um, he goes, I'm really upset because um, my wife is in a nursing home and I go and I visit her every day. And I spend, you know, two, three, four hours with her, however long, every day he spends time with her. And when the pandemic hit, you know, he couldn't, uh, he couldn't physically be in the same room with her. He had to look at her through a window and you could just hear he was crushed. You could just mm-hmm. hear yeah. how it, in his voice, you could just hear how it really just crushed him to have to not, not be able to hold his wife's hand. I guess he used to comb her hair, but, um, they were in their 70s, and she was in a in a nursing home, and he couldn't see her. And, and, and how horrible that must be for someone to have to endure that. And, and we have all of these little seeds of of obvious inalienable rights being taken away from people. Right. I mean, there had to be some better accommodation than looking through a window at the person you love. But... Not much. Not really. Not much at all. So... Interestingly enough here, an issue in, uh, in this ruling here with this uh, uh, casino workers in Missouri and Kansas advanced lawsuit claiming they were penalized as smokers. Boy, you know, I, I remember going to casinos and smoking was kind of the thing. <laughs> you couldn't go to a place without smoke. Yeah. Um, apparently uh, at issue in this ruling is whether the casino's health plans, which included a $50 monthly tobacco surcharge, violated the federal law governing employees' health rights. Uh, Apparently, at least 1,500 casino workers in Missouri, Kansas, and other states will become part of a class action lawsuit alleging their wages were illegally reduced because they smoke. You know, I I can't remember the last time I heard about a lawsuit involving smokers because now it's pretty commonplace that uh, a lot of businesses are completely and totally non-smoking. Right. And uh, uh, in a ruling Tuesday... U.S. District Judge uh, Stephen Bow, or uh, let's see, is, is it is it Buff B O U G H or Bow or Bow? Anyway, in that's Kansas, the, that's the English language yeah, for you. It could be uh, anything. Yes, in Kansas City, granted the workers certification as a class for their lawsuit against Penn National Gaming Incorporated, moving them a step closer to reoccupying, or I'm sorry, recouping, I'm sorry, recouping their money. This is from KCUR.org. Uh, PNG operates 41 casinos in 19 states and employs 18,000 workers. The company's subsidiaries include Argosy Casino in Riverside, Missouri. There's Riverside again. Mm -hmm. Hollywood Casino St. Louis and Hollywood Casino at Kansas Speedway in Kansas City, Kansas. The lawsuit was originally filed in Platte County Circuit Court in March 2020 by three casino workers on behalf of similarly situated workers, but PNG moved it to federal court as it was entitled to do a month later. The lawsuit also alleged that PNG operated an illegal tip pool and unlawfully deducted from workers' wages what uh, it cost the casinos to obtain and renew the workers' gaming licenses. 
Uh, those claimants have also been certified as a class by agreement of, uh, of the parties. At issue in Tuesday's ruling is whether the casino's health plans, which included a $50 monthly tobacco surcharge for smokers, violated uh, the ERISA, ERISA, <laughs> Here we go again. It's a nice little acronym for something. Mm -hmm. The federal law governing employee health plans. That's because the plaintiffs claim PNG didn't notify plan participants of an alternative way to avoid the surcharge. And it says while workers could avoid the surcharge if they completed a smoking cessation program, (laughs) they weren't reimbursed for the charge of the surcharges (laughs) they were hit with before completing the program. The workers... uh, Say that violated uh, Arisa's requirement that outcome-based wellness programs must give participants notice of a reasonable alternative standard to qualify for a discount or rebate. You just got to laugh. It's the collision of all these different regulations and rules and personal rights and business rights and government's rights and all of this stuff all just in conflict with one another. Well, we talked we talked about this yesterday, and, and yeah, I, I brought exactly. it up about... You know, all the things involved in making a hamburger. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the thousands of regulations. But in this case, you can see the um, company's point of view because they're being charged extra because the people by the insurance company, insurance agencies, because their employees were smokers. And then you can see the employee's point of view. Why should I be penalized uh, financially? Yeah, really. Yeah, so you got maybe maybe everybody should have their own insurance instead of businesses supplying insurance. <laughs> Let's take a phone call here, and uh, caller. Good morning. You are on uh, Key Radio with Bill and KB. How are you this morning? Oh, peachy! Great day. Um, I wanted to chime in on this. You know, the lawsuit with the with the people and the smoking. I, I'm a I'm a reformed smoker. I've been now 12 years. So, in, and um, so I'm not going to harp on whether they do smoke or don't smoke. But what really gets me is that they will pick one thing like smoking and say, oh, well, we're going to just go after that because people die from smoking. And I won't argue people die from smoking. But people die from obesity far more than they die from smoking. Why aren't they picking on that? Why don't they have a cessation program to stop somebody from overeating? You know, if you look at the statistics, obesity causes costs the American public far more than a smoker. So, my take. Well, thank you for the phone call this morning. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's that's an interesting way to look at it, I guess. Uh, Yes, there are certainly a lot of obese people out there. Um, I think the caller's real point is why pick why arbitrarily pick one at risk thing rather than all of them. It should be across the board, or not consider any of the at risk things. Let just you you supply insurance. You don't care who the person is. You know. Well, unfortunately, insurance companies don't work that way, <laughs> <laughs> and probably can't. I understand well, that. Now, as far as it goes, from what I understand, you know, that's when I was uh, getting life insurance. Uh, you know, had I been in a little bit better uh, shape, my uh, you, my rate wouldn't have been quite as high. Right, and that that certainly makes sense, right? Well, that makes sense. It, it, and it's like those little devices that some of those insurance <laughs> companies will give you to you can connect it to your vehicle. 
and it monitors your driving. You know, do you drive the speed limit, uh, or do you like to run a little quicker? Uh, there's, you know, a lot of different things. And, and some people, uh, now, I had a friend when he got his new vehicle, he had one of those little devices, and he adhered to it uh, until we were late going someplace one time, and it was like, I, I could almost... I can almost envision him pulling it out and tossing it out the window. Mm, yep. <laughs> but you have to wonder. No, I, and I think that's a very valid point, that definitely somebody that smokes versus somebody who drinks versus somebody who's overweight versus somebody who I don't know what else you could throw in there. Yeah. But drinking somebody and smoking have always been... Or, uh, smoking yeah. anyway, I mean, because they're trying to basically... Wipe cigarettes out completely. Yeah, it depends on how much regulation you want. I suppose you could say uh, if somebody exercises two hours a day, they should get a better rate. But then how do you enforce that? Do you monitor their activities to make sure they're doing that? Sure. You, yeah. you, you have to figure out a way to, uh, to keep on them about it. Now, we have these devices now. You can get an Apple Watch, and the Apple Watch records your pulse rate and all kinds of things. And I suppose that could be hooked up to your ins insurance company, and it could... I kind of surveil you 24 hours a day. Well, there's got to be an app for it, Bill. There really does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there has to be an app for I've it. I've got an app on my phone, which I refer to sometimes. And the reason I refer to it is, let me see if I can find it here real quick. It just simply says health, right? Mm -hmm. And so maybe I want to know how many, how many uh, steps I've walked or uh, you know, how far I've walked. Uh, for example, yesterday I walked. Uh, no, this, I'm sorry, this was uh, Tuesday. I walked 2,676 steps, and then it, you know, translates it into miles and all your cardio and stuff. Uh -huh. And sometimes I, I watch that and look at it, but more than likely, you know, that's what they would do. The, uh, uh, the insurance company or whomever would, would say, okay, here's an app, and you can put it on your phone, and I mean, we can do everything with our phones now. Yep, you can be, be hooked up full-time so they know exactly how healthy you're being. Right. And, and basically, the... Uh, they could use the GPS to see if you're going through a McDonald's drive-thru or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently on Tuesday, I've walked at least a mile. And I did climb at least one flight of steps. Okay. So that good, would, good to know. That would mean that uh, I actually went home and uh, when I was there, I put something in the basement or I had a reason to go downstairs. <laughs> And at least walk back up. They could they could penalize ra radio people because we sit around a lot. <laughs> that's all in who you ask, uh -huh. you know. And, and it's funny that you bring that up because that's always been one of my favorites. Because when, when you're working, not, not maybe so much doing talk radio, but when you're, you know, doing some type of a music format, everybody just sits you just seems to think you sit there with your feet up on the counter. No, not really. You know, really. read the newspaper. Uh -huh. But uh, that's that's not necessarily the case because... In a lot of these music formats now, you can go in and you can record your whole show. Let, let's say they've got you on for like six hours. You can go in and you can voice track an entire show for, you know, six hours in like 30 minutes. And that's what's funny because, uh, you know, when I would do that over at the other place, I would I, traditionally I'd get off, get off work at about 2 o'clock. So I would be someplace like, say, in a store or getting gas or something, and somebody would see me and they'd say, well, how can you be in two places at one time, you know? Yeah. It's the magic of radio. So when you're talking about voice tracking, you're not talking about six hours of talking in 30 minutes. You're talking about your part. 
Well, my you portion can, of it, you yeah. Can, you can plug in your part in because, 30 minutes. Because now they say, you know, that most people don't want to hear. It's not like it's not like radio of, like, say, the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, early 80s, where, you know, everybody liked to hear the DJ doing his thing. and uh-huh, uh-huh. Hey, everybody, hey, who, and all that stuff. Now it's like, you know, constant people, people don't want to hear the personality. They want to hear the music. So yep. all of your hits, you know, you, you could probably do, uh, like, say, an hour, for example. You can do an hour in about five minutes. Yeah, and, and it's getting more extreme because people are listening to these music apps on their phone, especially right. younger right. people. Yep. There is no DJ. It's just playing constant music. The days of Wolfman Jack are, are long gone. gone. Are gone, yes. 931, let's get you some information from Stacy Johnson over there at lakeexpo.com, your trusted news source. Chris Schneider with Lake TV. He's providing us with sports here on Key Radio. <laughs> I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, November 18th. Take a deeper dive at lakeexpo.com. You may remember the fire that destroyed a million-dollar lake home earlier this month in Osage Beach. Well, we finally know what happened. According to the fire report, a contractor was burning an old deck in the backyard when wind blowing from the lake caused the fire to spread to the house. There was no injuries reported from the fire, but the home was a total loss. A roachman was charged in an unusual forgery case this week. 55-year-old Eric Sutton was charged after allegedly sending emails to the Camden County Clerk's Office impersonating a medical doctor to avoid his court date. The fraudulent documents asked the court to excuse Sutton for a broken nose and lacerations, head and face broken, and that Sutton was allegedly scheduled for surgery. Sutton is facing three charges of forgery and the Camden County prosecutor requested a no-bond warrant. Missouri has joined nine other states in a lawsuit against the Biden administration over the federal mandate requiring health care workers to get the COVID-19 vaccine. The states argue that the mandate threatens the already strained health care system, which is facing staffing shortages. And they say it's an overreach into states' affairs and threatens the jobs of health care workers. Lake Regional Health System announced COVID vaccine mandate for their employees earlier this month as a result of this Biden mandate. A federal court has already put a stop to one of the vaccine mandates, so we'll see what happens with the lawsuit from these 10 states. For more stories like these, head to lakeexpo.com, download our free app from the App Store and Google Play to get more Lake of the Ozarks news. Lakeexpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. Join 89.3 The Key for the BS Nation, featuring Matt Burns and Ike Skelton. Bring in people who are influential in the community and focus mostly on state or local, and that's really what that's what we wanted to do. Ike and Matt will address local and state issues and how they affect the lake area. It's up to the listener to take it in how they want to take it in. It's the BS Nation, Mondays and Saturdays at 10 a.m., 6 p.m., and 2 a.m. on 89.3 The Key.
Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. College hoops last night. MSU Bears come up with a nice win at Sam Houston. They're 2-1 and one on the season. 1-1 one and one Mizzou, hoping to bounce back from an ugly loss a couple of nights ago to Kansas City. They're home to Northern Illinois tonight. College football, the uh, college football poll is out. Georgia still at number one. Alabama still at number two. Mizzou, well, they're home to 5-5 five and five Florida this Saturday afternoon. MSU Bears finish off their regular season there, 7 and three they play at O and nine dixie state one of college football's big coaching gem jobs will be open at the end of this season that's lsu and rumors swirling as to what big name coach will get that gig texas a&m's jimbo fisher has already laughed at the prospect oklahoma's lincoln riley though seems a little more open to the idea riley 54 and 9 at oklahoma since taking over there st louis blues been struggling lately they have lost their last four games blues home to the sharks tonight the chiefs on a bit of a winning streak they come off their best game of the year six and four on the season to play the cowboys this weekend that ought to be a pretty good game Uh, chiefs lead the afc west followed by the chargers and the raiders and then denver nfl power rankings have the chiefs sitting at number eight this week so what are the worst teams in the league? Well, uh, according to the power ranking, Detroit is the worst, and they're just in front of Houston, Jacksonville, and the Jets. Hey, Lake TV has a lot of local shows for you, five local shows, including What's Burning with KB and also a cup of coffee with Will and Chris from Slumberland Furniture. They talk about what's going on at the lake, lake stories, lake sports, lake insights. You can see that every day on Lake TV at 8, 1, and 8. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part through a generous donation from Victoria Station. Misty Atkinson talks about Victoria Station. We carry nautical pictures. People come to the lake and they want to decorate in lake styles, and so we offer ocean and lake type things. We also specialize in lots of holiday themed things from fall and Thanksgiving into Christmas. We have things that you can decorate your home as well as those special things to give as gifts. We are located just off the Case Road exit in Osage Beach, and we're open seven days a week, 9.30 to 5.30. She's a former Camdenton resident, Hollywood actress, and pop culture expert. Tina Griffin helps parents safely navigate the current pop culture chaos. Know how to create a healthy media diet for your family and live as a counterculture warrior. Listen to the Counterculture Mom Show Fridays and Sundays at 5 a.m., 1 p.m. and 9 p.m. on Key Radio, 89.3 FM. The Lake of the Ozarks Community Radio Station. You're listening to 89.3, The Key. Hey, it's 937. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us here on 89.3, The Key. It's the daily show, also heard on KeyRadio.live, broadcasting live. From uh, the Key Gathering Place on South Business 5 in Camdenton. We'd love for you to come by and see us sometime. Spend a little time hanging out. And if we've got an open mic and you've got something on your mind, we might just uh, let you let you, let you smooze on up to the mic and uh, tell us what's on your mind. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, we would love that. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Always, <laughs> always had guarded optimism. Uh-huh. Um, 41 degrees now on our way to a high today of around 51. We should be hearing from Mary Kay Von Brendel here shortly. Now, most folks know Mary Kay from Ozarks Amphitheater. And another great year in the books, and they're looking forward to uh, uh, a, a super year coming up. Boy, COVID really threw them for a loop, but they uh, they still stayed busy. They still um, they still made opportunities for folks to uh, get together in the community and do fun things like the event that they held last year, uh, jumping on buses and going to all of the uh, nursing homes around the area, as many as they could, and singing Christmas carols to uh, the folks in those nursing homes, and they're going to do it again this year. So we are anticipating a phone call from Mary Kay here shortly to tell us about what's going on. 51 the high, 28 the low tonight, clear through the period. Sunny and 53 tomorrow with a low 38. Clouds, 60 on Saturday with a low 42. 55 on Sunday with a low 30. And then 46 the high on Monday, 58 on Tuesday, 60 on Wednesday. And then Thanksgiving Day looks uh, a little on the chilly side, maybe some uh, afternoon showers. But uh, better rain than snow and ice for the uh, the traveling uh, that you're going to be doing on that day, if that's the case. 47 the high, 30 the low. And then on Black Friday, 37 the expected high, a low of 29, and maybe some morning snow showers. Partly cloudy on Small Business Saturday with a high of 47 and a low of 32. Remember, folks, local, 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 as often as you can make it happen. We were going to, you know, and, and that kind of brought me to the... Uh, thought process of this world-class destination that they're possibly going to turn the outlet mall into. And so I put out a few feelers, and I'm still waiting to hear back from from some folks about uh, this world-class destination. If anything has been talked about in terms of how are they going to put the outlet mall back on the map. Mm-hmm. Right. And I don't know how that's, uh, that's going to happen. And I hope Mary Kay calls the right number. <laughs> I hope she doesn't still think I'm over at the other place. Because it is 9:40, and uh, we'll see if she uh, she chimes in here this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Odds are, uh, oh, there she is right there, and I'm so glad. I'm so definitely glad that uh, we got the opportunity to get her on with us here this morning, as we uh, we bring in Mary Kay von Brendel to the uh, program here on uh, Key Radio this morning. Mary Kay, good morning to you. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing just wonderfully, and uh, I have to say it was great to see you the other day. I hadn't seen you for a while, but uh, uh, we were doing some stuff over there with uh, with Tom and, and uh, getting some stuff ready for TV, but it was great to see you. How have you been? I've been doing very well, thank you. Um, gearing up for Thanksgiving, and then right behind that, we've got Circle the Lake with Christmas Cheer coming up. Circle the Lake with Christmas Cheer, and what prompted this phone call is we were just sitting here talking uh, with Mindy Sales last hour, and she mentioned it. So I thought, well, uh, no better time than the present to get you on the horn and, and talk about it. It was such a huge hit, a big success last year, so you're going to do it again this year. Tell us all about it. Well, um, this started because of COVID last year, because um, none of the nursing homes and assisted living facilities, you know, they were all on lockdown. And I know um, from past experience with my parents that, around the holidays um, at those locations, having those Girl Scout troops and, you know, church groups, et cetera, come in and Christmas Carol is kind of a highlight, and they weren't able to have that. So I decided that there was, as my dad would always say, more than one way to skin a cat. So 
if we couldn't come into Christmas Carol, we definitely could Christmas Carol outside. So we, um, a lot of times circled the building singing Christmas carols because some of the residents weren't allowed to come out of their rooms. So, you know, we adapted and, and made the best of the situation. So we started Big Surf and we caravan then. Um, we go to Camdington, then to Lori, Versailles, Eldon, Osage Beach, and then make our way back to Big Surf. So we definitely circle the lake. Well, and, and that's so very important. And, and, it's amazing when you when you think about it how much these folks really appreciate it because there are a lot of people that are in these assisted care facilities that, that just don't have any family at all and and on a holiday um, you know if it's Christmas whenever it may be they they just kind of feel all alone and uh, to themselves and to to have somebody come by and at least let them know that they're not alone uh, that, that that that's very uplifting and of course does a lot for their spirits and. You know, maybe it just kind of gets them a little bit more in the in the holiday mood or or, or, or whatever, uh, just to just to make them happy and, and realize that people do honestly care. Uh, I, I know that um, last year, how many how many buses did you folks have last year? Um, well, we used um, some of the buses that were available through the assisted living facilities in Lori. Um, I still I'm waiting to touch base with her to find out if those are still available to us. But a lot of people just, you know, caravaned in their cars and, you know, um, and one of the things that's great about that and, you know, each year we're going to be, you know, tweaking what we have. Right. But, you know, we'll have listed on Facebook um, our route that we go. And then this year, you know, have a better idea of like to be able to give a target of what time we're anticipating being there. So if you can't commit to a whole day to follow us around the lake, if you want to go to just a specific um nursing facility, maybe have a family, uh, family friend there, um, or, you know, it's just close to your house and you want to be part of the event, um, feel free to stop in, you know, at any location, the more the merrier, as they always say. Right. Absolutely. Right. And, uh, you, you last year was kind of like your learning curve. You know, you guys, you guys did a lot of different stuff. And, uh, and so this year you've kind of got a better idea of the time it's going to take you to get to each place. And uh, also, you know, uh, um, we obviously don't know how the weather is, is going to be as of yet, but it's December, so, you know, dressing warm and things like that are, are definitely things to keep in mind when you uh, get out and participate in something like this. Do you remember how many people you had last year? Um, we had between 30 to 40 people last year. That's a great turnout. That's a very, very awesome turnout for the first year. So we're hoping to maybe double or triple that and, and, and get as many people out to the nursing homes as possible, right? Exactly true. Um, and, you know, um, I was met with a group the other day and, you know, had the opportunity to meet with somebody that works with the, the scouting um, community. And it was like, you know, what a better way for the scouting community to get out and, you know, who wouldn't love, you know, like I said, in years past, all those little Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts would come to the different facilities and sing um, Christmas carols. So what a great way for them to get out. Church groups, you know, I really don't care your singing ability. Just come and be part of it. It is a blast. I mean, Steve Thompson from Bridal Cave um, said, as of, you know, from last year, he said, you know, it was probably the best thing that he participated in in all of last year. It works both ways. It works for the people that are on the receiving end, but it also works very well for the people who uh, who get together and go out and visit the various nursing homes. So, 
uh, and, and I know, don't you travel, do, don't you bring like a sound system with you so you can kind of set that up and uh, if, if they can't hear, you can kind of crank up the volume and, and, uh, and uh, get the sound through the, the walls or windows? Well, what we did last year, um, thanks to Matt Sutcliffe, he provided the sound system for us. And then uh, we had Sandy Gum and Presley Pugh from Main Street Music. Um, they provided the musical stylings for us. I guess there were our songstresses. And then we right. just were backup singers. So they made us sound fantastic. Well, you know, uh, when Matt gets involved there uh, from uh, from Bare Bottom, he's got uh, he's got sound systems on top of sound systems on top of sound systems. He's probably got enough uh, amperage and speakers to uh, to knock the building over if he really wanted to. And then you talk about the, the folks from the Main Street uh, uh, Main Street Music Hall there and uh, what they bring to the table. So it's a good opportunity for folks to get out and spend a day just uh, getting together, kind of getting in the holiday spirit going around and uh, entertaining all of the wonderful folks that we have at the nursing homes in and around the Lake of the Ozarks, and it's so nice how you folks do that. Um, if people are interested in getting on board, if they would like to uh, contact you directly, or I don't know if there's a website or, or exactly what we need to talk about here, but uh, Mary Kay, if you wouldn't mind putting out the, uh, the contact information for folks who might be interested. Well, we do have a Facebook page. Um, and it's Circle the Lake with Christmas Cheer. Um, otherwise, if you have any questions or want to contact me directly, you can always call the Ozarks Amphitheater. Our phone number is 573-346-0000. In the off-season, the phone rings directly to my cell phone, so you can contact me that way. One of the things that we are looking for is we're trying to tweak it every year and make it a, a better experience also for the carolers. Um, one of the things that we neglected to factor in last year was um, an overall bathroom stop uh, because that does tend to be a bit of a long day. Right. Um, and then if there's any businesses that, you know, that, you know, that want to provide uh, cookies or snackage or anything like that. So all of our carolers are well fueled, you know, for our travels through the day because last year we started, we um, started meeting at the parking lot at 9, left the parking lot at 10, and I think we were done around 4-ish. Um, but once again, you know, we'll, we'll be streamlining our day. You know, I think we've got a lot of the bugs worked out, and I've got, you right. know, Tom is doing all of the logistics for me. So, yeah, we just I just want to make this better and better every year, and by better, hopefully having more participation. Absolutely. So any businesses out there that would like to, uh, you know, maybe get your products in front of some people, this is an easy way to do it. 573-346-0000. And uh, you can leave a message for Mary Kay and she'll call you back and uh, make arrangements to uh, uh, to get to whatever product uh, out there, something to eat, something to drink. And of course, yes, the ever important bathroom stop along the way. I, I, I don't know how you would, would work that out uh, if you if you call the porta potty company and you put, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea. There you go. Well, um, last year, um, Shannon Imler, um, with the ice cream factory gave us use of their facility, um, when we were across the street. So there were quite a lot of people, um, you know, popping into the ice cream factory to use their <laughs> restroom facilities. So, <laughs> That's great. That's great. You know, all of those those small, minute factors, you know, things that you have to factor in when planning an event of this type. Absolutely. 100%. you got to think of all those uh, all those little things, you know. And, and like I said, last year was kind of like your learning curve 
So you can uh, go to the uh, Facebook page, Circle the Lake with Christmas Cheer. You can call Mary Kay at 573-346-0000. If you'd like to get on board, if you have any questions, if you would like to add to the uh, festivities and help out the carolers a little bit. So we've got that all kind of under uh, underway and uh, looking forward to what's going to be happening on December the 18th. Can we uh, can we talk a little Ozarks Amphitheater real quick while we've got you here? You mean, was that really a serious question? <laughs> of course we can talk Ozarks Amphitheater. It's my favorite topic. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> well, I know you, uh, I think you guys are getting ready to make an announcement in December about some things going on. And I know that uh, people are always interested in uh, maybe what they can do, maybe little stocking stuffers or something like that. Uh, uh, you can get a gift card for uh, folks out to your concession stands or something like that. But is, is there anything we can talk about? Is there any information we can release at all? Or uh, are you just going to keep us in suspense until uh, later on in December? <sighs> you know, I would love to be able to, you know, and, and Tom described it best yesterday. He was saying it's kind of like a cement truck, right? you know, because there's a lot of names swirling around right now that are really, really exciting, but not quite sure all of those names are going to funnel out the chute. So, um, we're busy, you know, um, daily trying to secure our season. Um, we are kind of slated to have stuff to be able to announce, um, in the month of December. So you do have the ability to buy those tickets for a great Christmas gift. Um, and we are in the process of, um, making gift cards available. That's something new that we'll have this year also. Um, but uh, actually, well, you know, we are. I can give you one. We are, um, when we went to Nashville and sat down with Willie Nelson's agent, uh, we were told that we are definitely guaranteed a date for next year. Um, we are holding dates in May or June for Willie Nelson to finally make his way to the Ozarks Amphitheater. Well, that's good news for Willie Nelson fans. There's a lot of folks out there. Uh, that would uh, like to see Willie at least one more time, and uh, that's something, I, I guess, uh, to look forward to, anticipate uh, the arrival of Willie Nelson at the Lake of the Ozarks sometime in uh, in 2022. So, you know what? Uh, this morning, beggars can't be, uh, can't be choosers, so we're happy to have had the opportunity to uh, get that nugget of information. So, as always, hey, listen, I, I appreciate your time, and uh, thank you again. Circling the Lake with Christmas Cheer is the Facebook page, 573-346-0000. If you've got questions about uh, uh, what they're going to be doing on the 18th of December, if you'd like to help out, as Mary Kay said, if you'd like to be maybe a bathroom stop on the way or possibly uh, offer up some goodies to the carolers, uh, whatever. Just uh, let's get out. Let's make it a big event. Let's make it bigger than last year. And uh, we'll look forward to uh, maybe hearing from you again, Mary Kay, in the month of December with some of the... uh, good things that are going to be coming to Ozarks Amphitheater. I would love that. Greatly appreciate your help with promoting the amphitheater. Absolutely. Anytime at all, you know that. And uh, now you know how to get a hold of us. That would be fantastic. Thank you. Looking forward to it. You're welcome. Happy Thanksgiving to you and Tom and everybody with uh, Ozarks Amphitheater. And again, looking forward to uh, a big event with Circle the Lake with Christmas cheer. Thanks again, Mary Kay. Thanks, Kevin. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. There you go, folks. So if you are uh, feeling like you want to get involved in the uh, the holiday season, there's a great way to do it. Great way to do it and bring some Christmas cheer to folks around the Lake of the Ozarks. It's uh, just that simple. Very easy to do. Not a problem whatsoever. 
All right, we've got uh, 9.53 on the clock, and we are uh, going to wrap this one up here shortly, get you into, uh, uh, let's see here, let's run down our list of programming for Thursday on Key Radio. Following the Daily Show, it's the Missouri Liberty Report. John Williams is our guest. Jennings Journal coming up at 11. Feed Your Family on uh, on the Key at noon. The Ozark Highlands program, some great music in the 1 o'clock hour. Cold Case Christianity at 2, and we round out the... Uh, eight-hour block of programming with the Key Ozark Show, and then we'll do it all over again for you, starting at 4 with a rebroadcast of this program, and uh, then we'll run through our schedule again, and uh, we'll, we'll get it for you one more time starting at midnight so that you can uh, enjoy it whenever you want to enjoy it. And that's the nice thing about this. This isn't a one-shot deal. If you miss it, you can listen to it. And don't forget, you can also go to the Daily Show podcast. I believe Bill All of our content providers have a podcast of some kind. All of them have a podcast, yes. So everybody is available to replay, and you can subscribe to them and always keep up with things. You can jump on board and uh, uh, possibly even become a content provider yourself. Uh, we're still going to be, uh, I guess, maybe working with the folks at Great Stone Coffee and their old-time radio show. I talked to Will Runyon not too long ago. Super, yes. So they're still uh, uh, about getting on board with this, and I... I think you said that there are some other organizations that uh, some other groups that you're working with. Yeah, I have uh, some of my prepper friends want to do a, a program, and I, I just touched base with them yesterday, as a matter of fact, and they're all on board and getting stuff ready. So. Well, I will. Uh, that's definitely one of the uh, many that I will be listening to. Love that prepper stuff. Uh -huh, you can't get enough prepper stuff. Absolutely. And, and, and we, the people, also is planning a podcast that should be starting soon. So let's that's, uh, uh, let's look forward to group. it. And it's easy, folks. If you would like to. Uh, if you would like to get uh, on as a content provider or even an underwriter, I know there's a lot of businesses out there that uh, are supporting Key Radio, listening to us and telling folks about uh, what it is we're doing. Uh, you can reach out to Bill or myself, and we'll make sure that uh, you understand and realize how simple it is to become an underwriter here and support community-based radio at the Lake of the Ozarks. I always like uh, when Mary Kay comes on because uh, she always kind of puts things in perspective uh, you know, we're already kind of talking about next year and what uh, what the folks at the amphitheater are going to be doing, and uh, that's really it, it. Really, is a lot of fun. It's a great place to go and and enjoy a concert. And I I live relatively close to the amphitheater. I guess you know it, a straight shot. It's probably like a couple of miles from the house. So every once in a while, I, I kind of feel bad because I get to listen to a concert for free. Uh -huh, yeah, <laughs> and we've always been rooting for the amphitheater because it's a wonderful facility. <laughs> it, it's uh, people have always looked at it and said, "Gee, it would be great if this was operating." And and now we have somebody who's very serious about operating it and operating it professionally. And the the deal was when this group came in, some of the folks that are are involved with the Red Rocks Amphitheater mm -hmm. out there in Colorado. Yeah. They said it was going to be baby steps, and, and it really has, has graduated a little more each year, a little more each year. You know, you've, you've had some big-name artists there. You've had uh, Alabama. You've had uh, Ted Nugent. You've had uh, Ario Speedwagon, uh, a number, Three Dog Night, uh, Aaron Lewis. Uh, you can sit here, uh, Dwight Yoakam, and, and you can just kind of rattle them off left and right. And it, it continues to grow, but... In order to bring the big name acts in, they obviously have to have the money to uh, to put up, and then you have to get into that regular loop, as these various acts are traveling around the state, or around the country rather. Um, you know, where are they going to be in relation to the amphitheater at a specific time during the year? Are they going to be able to make a stop there? Well, 
as, as more and more groups visit the amphitheater and they tell their friends who mm-hmm. tell their friends and then their management finds out and they realize what a cool place Lake of the Ozarks is uh, because I know in years past um, I think Aaron Lewis in particular uh, he loves to come to Lake of the Ozarks and play just because he's got a good fishing buddy here now. Okay, that's a good reason, <laughs> yeah. And Mary Kay is right. There's a whole bunch of marketing logistics to this. Uh, they, they, uh, she's absolutely right. That's a great Christmas present. But that means you have to be also looking at getting your schedule set now so that people know what they're buying a, a, a gift card for. Yeah. Yep. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Well, you can do that and then uh, utilize it whenever you want to utilize it. Uh-huh. 9.58 is our time. We've got uh, just about a minute or so left on the program. And uh, we are happy to uh, let you know that we will uh, be back again tomorrow morning with our good buddy Bob Lynch from the Missouri Department of Transportation to talk, I'm sure, about what's going on with the bridge project, the ongoing bridge project there over Bagnell Dam, which has hit a few snags, unfortunately, for those folks. And they will be in a position to uh, get it done, but uh, not really completed around the the date that they had originally anticipated. And also Dave Moppin. And uh, Dave's a great guest for a lot of different reasons. He, of course, talks about among the dogwoods, uh, but he also likes to uh, talk about cop stuff. Yeah, and hopefully we'll get a lot of cop stuff because it was a slow week at the at the Camden County uh, uh, government area. What? So no controversy? Uh, <laughs> no, not much. So I, I kind of like the cop stuff, actually. Well, you know, it's kind of nice, I guess, for both sides that there's not, you know, you can go a week or two without any controversy. Yeah. You know, it's, it's business as usual. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot of back and forth. And uh, still hoping to hear from the uh, Kansas City field office of uh, the ATF. I did reach out to them again. Yeah. Haven't heard anything from be, them, so we'll... Be careful what you hope for, huh? Well, yeah. <laughs> I just don't want them showing up at my house in tactical <laughs> gear. Because it's not whether or not I have any firearms. 